Hey, Tenors, it's April 29th, and President Biden has been in office for 100 days. In the next 10 minutes, we'll find out what's up with presidential milestones. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and this is the 10 News. So exactly what has President Biden been up to in the 100 days since his inauguration? And why does the 100-day mark even matter? Let's go to our correspondent, Pamela Kirkland, to find out. From a historic, diverse cabinet to hundreds of millions of COVID-19 vaccines being sent out, President Biden's first 100 days have had a lot of achievements. It also hasn't all been smooth sailing. But three months into his presidential term, let's take a look at what his administration has been able to do. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I... Kamala Davy Harris do solemnly swear. I Kamala Davy Harris do solemnly swear that I will support Starting with Inauguration Day, the country's first black and South Asian American woman to become vice president was sworn in. After a quick fist bump, it was Joe Biden's turn. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. Day one. It was time to get to work. And get to work President Biden did, signing executive orders. Those orders allow presidents to make policy without having to go through Congress. He didn't sign one or two. He signed 17 just hours after becoming president. They did a lot, from ending construction of a wall along the border of the United States and Mexico, to rejoining a deal to help battle climate change, to protecting young immigrants. But at the top of the agenda the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, I made a commitment that in the first 100 days, we would make sure we had 100 million shots in people's arms. And so that's what we've done. Starting with getting vaccines for COVID-19 out to as many Americans as possible, the president was vaccinated and so was Vice President Harris. Well, so I've had the vaccine and um, it really was painless, relatively painless. But it wasn't seamless. There were production hiccups. Some people didn't want to take the vaccine. But that promise made in January was kept. 100 million shots of vaccine in people's arms. In fact, the Biden administration actually upped the ante and made a new goal of getting 200 million shots in the 100 days. They met that goal, too. On top of a worldwide pandemic, the economy was struggling. So next up, a plan to help Americans recover. The American Rescue Plan is President Biden's comprehensive plan to address the public health crisis and resulting economic crisis. The plan breaks down into three categories, relief, shots, and schools. The American Rescue Plan sent $1,400 checks to Americans, money to states to help recover from the pandemic, and money for COVID-19 vaccines and testing. But it didn't come cheap. That plan cost $1.9 trillion. While President Biden was rolling out his new plans, he started nominating his cabinet, the group of government officials who serve as the president's closest advisors. It's the most diverse cabinet ever. History is being made yet again. And it includes the very first Native American cabinet secretary in U.S. history. 
The president made reopening schools for in-person learning a top priority in his first 100 days and directed roughly $140 billion to school districts to help them return students to the classroom. But the first 100 days also brought some special four-legged members back to the White House. Did you hear that? That was Champ. Or maybe it was Major. Anyway, it was one of the president's German shepherds barking at the end of a meeting. The two presidential pups moved into the White House from Delaware. But even they've had a rocky first 100 days. Major was in the doghouse for a biting incident, and someone left a poo present in the diplomatic room. But there's no time for doggy drama. The first 100 days of a president's term are crucial. Why, you ask? Well, historically, what a president is able to accomplish in their first 100 days becomes their legacy. It started back when Franklin Delano Roosevelt was president. FDR passed 15 major pieces of legislation and 76 laws during the first 100 days of his presidency back in 1933. It's a high bar that's been set. So how do you think the president's doing so far? That brings us to our The 10 News Definition Breakdown. We just heard that President Biden has signed a whole lot of executive orders. But what is an executive order? Well, it's not what the president wants for lunch. An executive order is something written, published, and signed by the President of the United States that manages how the federal government operates. Executive orders are considered law, but they don't have to be approved by Congress. Congress can make it really hard to actually carry out the order by passing legislation to take away funding or otherwise making things difficult. But only a sitting U.S. president can overturn an executive order by, wait for it, issuing another executive order. Oh, geez. Now that we're caught up on presidential news, what else is going on in the world? Well, doctors in New York looking for ways to clear brain fog in COVID-19 patients are testing a prescription video game. What? It's already been cleared as an ADHD treatment for kids between 8 and 12 years old. Awesome! The 2020 U.S. Census results are in, and lots of changes are happening in Congress as a result. Check out our episode this Saturday for more on what it all means. Alrighty then. A high school in England reportedly received a package from a former student containing a library book that was overdue by 32 years. Seriously? School officials estimate the late fees at $1,163, but I have no plans to collect. And big mouse news this week, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure are reopening this Friday, April 30th. Oh, boy. Well, sort of. The park will only be open to California residents for now, and not everything will be open, but it's a small start. It's a small start after all. It's a small start after all. What's that over there? I think it's a... What? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the 10. The Biden's dog may have gotten into some trouble since moving into the White House, but Major isn't the first presidential pet to cause a stir. Which of the following was a real presidential pain? 
A, a potty mouth parrot, B, a ferocious ferret, or C, a curtain-destroying cat? Did you guess it? The answer is... A. Andrew Jackson, our seventh president, had an African gray parrot named Poe that reportedly used some very foul language. F-O-W-L instead of F-O-U-L. Get it? According to accounts, the bird had to be removed from Jackson's own funeral for, quote, Swearing so loud and long as to disturb the people. Oh, give the bird a chance. Everyone grieves differently. Time's up. But before we go, did you know that Mother's Day is coming up? Woohoo! That's right. And we're preparing a really fun episode to celebrate moms and mother figures in our lives. Do you have a story to share? Or would you like to give a mom a shout out on the show? Submit on our website at the10news.com and click on the share a story link. Or you can email us at hello at the10news.com. We can't wait to hear from you, tenors. I love you, mommy. Thanks for listening to The 10 News. Look out for our new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. You can go deeper into today's stories by visiting the10news.com. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team returns their library books on time and includes Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Jenner Pasqua, Stephen Tompkins, and Sarah Olander. Pamela Kirkland contributed to today's episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to the 10 News. Goodbye.